remember I was like eight years old. We were sitting at the dinner table. You were right next to me, dude. And I thought it was going to be sneaky and just let out a ripper, a real stinker. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. So if I can, so I go to fart. And it's like, <laughs> and the, I remember <laughs> looking around. I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> it's silent. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if it's as deadly to people around me. I remember going to the bathroom. I pull my pants down. And it looked like I vomited out my ass. <laughs> it was weird. There's like little like... Like corn. Like red and green chunks. And fucking it was like a light brown pasty pastel color or whatever. Uh, yeah. Hello and welcome to the universe from here. We're just doing some mantras and shit. Yeah. Getting real. <clears throat> I'm not much of a singer, but I was told that just saying the name Amitabha Buddha, which we were talking about earlier in the last podcast, um, that just those vowels and singing them out like that goes out to the universe and back around, blesses everything. But the second one, the Om Mani Padme Hum, if you were to recite that and say, so we just recited it, say I go out to a river right now, get naked, take a bath in the river, the energy that flows from off of my body will go into the earth and bless all of those animals in the forest it will go down the river and bless all the millions of creatures of the sea. And just when we sang it out, chanted it out, the sound of it will bless all the creatures of the sky. And all podcast listeners. And all podcast listeners. So, love you guys. You're the best. Many blessings to you. Blessings! 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 blessings. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> Where yeah. were we at? What's next in the? Oh, to start a cult. <laughs> this is a cult one on one. All right. So I guess. Uh, hmm. I'm working on my outfit right now. I'm getting fitted for robes, uh, various nice. colors. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> not sure. Like, I feel like I should grow my hair out, but I'm not going to. I prefer the shaved head look. I think people will take me more serious that way. If I look too beautiful, they're going to be like, no, oh, what's up with this guy? Yeah. So I'm going to maintain a certain degree of ugliness so they listen to what I'm saying. If I'm harder to look at, they'll hear more of what I'm saying. That's a good move. Yeah. If I've been just... ugly my whole life, and everybody listens Now to you me. have a podcast that's yeah. super successful. <laughs> That's why I don't do video. I don't want people Base for see radio. My ugly fucking mug, dude. <laughs> There's something to that, though. Huh? When taking away one sense to enhance another. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I do that all the time when I shit. I turn off the lights. So I'm mm -hmm. fucking. Yeah. Just clear the room. Turn off the lights. No sound. I put sound. Yeah, I was gonna say, you ever plug on? your ears yeah. when you shit? It's weird. And I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I let it, I let it resonate through my soul. Yeah, man. Um, that's a whole nother singing bowl right there. Oh yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring that up. So, uh, it's 
dying. Okay. Now, okay. why is it that when you die, you shit your pants? You evacuate your bowels. I think it's. I have a firm belief that um, the soul exits the body through the anal cavity, <laughs> and if you have any kind of blockage shit in the way, you gotta you gotta li- literally crawl through that river of shit mm. to get to the other side. That's where that expression comes from. Oh, the light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we are brought into the world uh, through crawling out of a hole, and we will leave the world by crawling out the other hole. That's... (laughs) 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 Yep. It's, uh, you know, I don't make the rules here. (laughs) <laughs> That's how it is. It was written. So you're telling me. Wait, okay. So back. Did last... I ever tell you about my DMT trip? No, we can do that if you want. Oh, I crawl through a hole at the end of it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We'll circle back around. But you can't go ahead. What? Finish your thought. My thought's gone. <laughs> he said uh. DMT, and I just said, huh? Well, no, Where? we're talking about the soul leaving through the butthole. Oh. Yeah. Let's elaborate on that. Okay. Tell me your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the wise teacher. No, I, I'm here to learn. Is, oh, about buttholes? Yeah. I'm not wise, nor am I a teacher. I'm a... I'm a a regurgitator of uh, information. I don't, I don't claim wisdom. I don't claim. Um, How are you gonna start cold? I'm working my way up to it. You know, if enough people buy into my shit, then uh, yeah, I can start you know, for a cool five ninety nine a, a month. It could be. I wonder if people sell like blessed water and stuff on the. Oh, they do. Yeah. Do they? Yep. Hmm. They really have like that diamond water or something they they filter it all through diamonds and then they mm-hmm. sell you a water bottle for like a thousand bucks or something yeah well actually they got a they have water bottles that you can put crystals in the bottom of it and the vibration of the crystals will oh, hell yeah. fix the water when you drink it yeah which you know not to <coughs> go back to vibrations but that whole the crystal vibration you know People talk a lot of shit about stones having energy and crystals having energy, or they think it's whatever. But I, I like to talk shit about it, but it's out of respect. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that they put uh, quartz crystal and gold in supercomputers. Your phone has a quartz crystal in it, you know. Mm-hmm. It stores information. It's scientifically proven to do so. So, if you meditate with it and put intention and information into it, why wouldn't it sort just the same, right? Uh, just a thought. What? Oh, man. We could bless crystals for, like, uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah, we could do that. If uh, we could bestow some um, blessings on... some crystals and then uh, if you pay I don't know $50 a month you can have a blessed crystal from the UFH podcast (laughs) 
pay a hundred bucks a month, I'll shove it up my ass too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do a handwritten manuscript of uh, the blessing yeah. that we chanted over it. <coughs> oh man. Charge it to the crystals, indeed. Yeah. Anyway, so... I don't know that I necessarily want to talk about colds. I think... Oh, we'll just, just keep that a secret? We'll just let that it. happen on its own, okay. see what happens, you know? Oh, hold on. It says the CIA's calling. Oh. What's going on here? I'm just calling that. Um, I hope you don't mind, but we have several leaks in the roof out here, and it's raining quite a bit. I think it adds to the atmosphere, makes it very humble. Yeah. It's something that used to make me angry, and now I actually quite enjoy it. I don't want to fix it. Well, it's like having a... I mean, people pay money to put streams outside their houses, little koi ponds and stuff. Oh, yeah. Nature's giving you one for free. Yeah, I don't need a fountain on my desk. I have just a, punch a hole in your five roof. gallon bucket and a hole in my roof. It's just as calming. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till that thing gets full. Yeah. Start splashing you. Oh, dude. Atmospheric. Absolutely. I wouldn't have any other way. I'm starting to, um. I don't know. I'm starting to let go of structures. I think the flags are a bit much. They're not really resonating with me anymore. Some the ceiling one's pretty lame. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a genuine god that I struggle with. Coffee? Yeah. Mm. Mm. This one's okay. This one's making sense. I like the American flag. Probably, I don't know. Look, it used to mean something. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like I, I feel like this year I've really lost my sense of patriotism and um, my attachments to religion in general that I would consider to be a religion of its own. Yeah. Well, state structures in its entirety are pretty fucking useless, if you ask me. Yeah. I guess like. Yeah, I don't understand why the federal government gets half my paycheck every week. And they're on the other fucking side of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get it. If you wanted to fix your potholes in your neighborhood, yeah, donate some money to your local pothole filler <laughs> dude. Yeah. You know? He'll fill your hole. Asphalt Al will yeah. pack your holes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I understand local government just to, you know, keep the peace or whatever. And They don't do a very good job of that anymore. Not in big cities, but I mean, like you were saying, I don't think people were meant to fucking be in such clustered areas, you know? Yeah. We should all be spread out in little communities and do their own fucking thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the Aquarian Age will bring that to fruition. Maybe it will be more, um, the people who choose to live together will be more in line with a, uh, certain way of thinking. 
and it turns into these little like echo chambers or whatever but echo chamber yeah like you're just gonna feed back your way of mm -hmm. thinking to yourself there's a real stagnation of growth potentially there or maybe an enhancement of it um something i'm thinking a lot about and have done in recent weeks and have noticed some really interesting results is like group meditation even just like meditating with the one other person uh two other people i've noticed is very interesting there's like this trifecta of energies that each person gives off and uh, there's really something to it i think it's it's powerful especially so how we've done it is <clears throat> we will open up with like meditation uh you could do a sutra or a prayer or something ahead of time some type of lesson um individual study we've drawn tarot cards meditated on those cards and then go into yoga uh, do like your whole yoga session or at the end of it we have a stillness meditation and there's something about that when you have three people doing yoga together you're all tuning up your bodies at the same time and if you can really sync up like your breathing and your body movements together where it's very choreographed it almost feels like you're unlocking like pieces of a door to another dimension or something like a portal and you get really tuned up each part of your body and each person and then when you get to the end and all of you are meditating you're all synced up you're all on the same wavelength and you know it says in the bible where there's two or more praying in my name then there i will be you know so add whatever deity source you care to into that equation when you have group meditation dude it's like it's like doubling down your satellites you know you get you receive something and then there's this energy in the room that no one can quite describe but it's there <clears throat> that's why uh um, so with actually we could talk a little bit about colds one of the <laughs> things that they do to get you is uh, they'll have um, kind of group exercise you get everyone all jacked up playing loud music making crazy movements get them sweating breathing heavy <laughs> or whatever and then um, by the end of it when they're all like in this crazy headspace and your blood's like fully oxygenated or whatever then you got your guy saying do you feel god working through you or do you feel whatever like do you feel these powers moving and then you start putting in the information mm -hmm. you're programming the blood and the oxygen air carries information through the blood you're reprogramming the dna of the people and so yogis do the same thing when they give the sutra lessons at the beginning or the end there's a reprogramming of the person with these thoughts these concepts um, we do it with tarot cards too we'll think about it 
like I drew the High Priestess, which is my soul card. And so by the end of that session, I felt like I was an ancient priest of light, you know, from this, this order that's existed for all of time. And I'm here to do something to that degree, right? Like the, the yoga practice had me convinced of that. I convinced myself of that. And it was interesting. And I'm like, oh, I see how anyone that chose to abuse this privilege could easily do that. You know, you could say anything, really. You get people to do a good yoga session and be like, well, all the young women uh, <laughs> is looking pretty good right now. Meet me in the back, right? You can, you can abuse that however you want. Certain organizations will be like, oh, you know, fill your lungs with air, belt out these words of God, and all you young boys meet me in the back. <laughs> right? We see it everywhere. Um, then you buy an island. Then you buy an island. Yep. And uh, massage. You get some masseuses out there. Get the blood working into the muscles, all that. You get them loosened up, literally. Mm -hmm. Relaxed. And then fill their minds or bodies with whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets pretty gross pretty quick. Um, ancient Greece, you know. A lot of... A lot of butt fucking. A lot of butt sex going on. Butt. Sex? Butt sex <laughs> uh, as well as some of the greatest philosophy we've ever seen yeah how does that work and the entire structure of our uh, you know western hemisphere our you know our, our government was uh they built uh, like those bathhouses and stuff mm -hmm. and public shitteries yeah they had fountains that were designed for puking. Really? Yeah, because they would consume so much wine. You could you could sit in a bathhouse and puke and drink to your heart's content. And Ugh. shit. Yeah. It's kind of like we glorify ancient Greece as these really sophisticated people. And they're pretty debauched by the end of the day, you know. Um, yeah, they're puking, shitting, fighting Persians, right? Fighting Persians, banging dudes, you know. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but I do think it's interesting that a lot of these guys focus on uh, young men, right? They also came up with the structure of our government. Mm. And uh, that seems to be a legacy we've carried over. Yeah. I think there's something related to that. Mm maybe the secret initiation into government is to bang kids. I don't know. You know, I, I said it once, I'll say it again. I think everybody should read Plato's The Republic. Yeah, exactly. That That's a trip to read, dude. Yeah, it's man. It's all a trip. You know what's really trippy about that? Did, did we go over this last time? I don't know if we did. I don't want to be too repetitive. Uh, but how he was killed? Oh, no, the, uh, Socrates? Uh, yeah, he drank the hemlock. No, so the progression of uh, philosophy just with Plato I think is really interesting because, um, what was it? Okay, so 
Pythagoras um, supposedly worked with the sage Zoroaster. Pythagoras was also indoctrinated into a very super secret um, religious mathematical uh, sect of like Egyptian hierophants or whatever, right? <clears throat> he learned all the Egypt's or Egyptian secrets of mathematics and philosophy or whatever. Basically studied those. He took those secrets, brought them to uh, Greece, and sold them to aristocratic, rich, rich kids. Um, Plato being one of them. He indoctrinated Plato. Plato got so into it. He, you know, we have the Platonic shapes as a result of the teachings of Pythagoras. Uh, Plato, I. I'm not mistaken his his uh, student the guy that studied under Plato was Aristotle Aristotle gave us man in the universe uh, basically created metaphysics the, the term metaphysics and uh helped us understand the soul and the place of the soul in the universe, right? Aristotle, his student was Alexander, later known as Alexander the Great, who eventually went back to Egypt and destroyed it. So you have a man who came from Egypt with the secrets taught these secrets these secrets are passed on to a few generations of men to one who came back and then destroyed the source of those things so like we were talking about at the beginning where the magician on, on top is saying light 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 and they go light 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 it's kind of like the butterfly effect or whatever you know in Buddhism, there's actually a whole sutra called the uh, the Sutra of Cause and Effect. And they have some pretty specific things. Like they say, if you're born into this life with a hunchback, it's because in a past life you laughed and mocked at those who were bowing to Buddha. Right? Things mm -hmm. like that. Very, like, karmic type of thinking. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's my rant on Plato and Greek philosophy. I just think it's interesting to me that it started one place and ended in one place, and it was the birth and creation, like a full cycle, just within a matter of a few years. Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, the U.S. government <coughs> arms uh, people fighting like their own wars. Mm-hmm. And then we go and fight the people that we just armed. <laughs> yeah, like Syria and all. Yeah. Or another one would be um, Osama bin Laden was yeah. a CIA we asset. Funded. We funded all of his training and then all the weapons that he basically armed yeah. his groups with. They were the moderate rebels. Yeah. That's usually what we call... <laughs> Our future the, enemies. The next bad guys is moderate rebels. Yeah. These rebels are alright. 
they're just moderate. You know, <laughs> they're it's, it's, rebellious enough. We gotta watch out for the extreme ones. Yeah. The moderates eventually become extreme. The uh, the term moderate rebel in extremeness in religion is fundamentalist. When you hear people who are a fundamentalist Christian or a fundamentalist Muslim, generally that means they're on the far end of legality in the scriptures and text. So those are the the religious terrorists. Anybody claiming fundamentalism is extreme <clears throat> in their thinking. Hmm. What's that saying? Is it like the the government will break your leg and then uh, they'll sell you a crutch? Yeah. Yep. And then they're like, well, you should be happy I sold you a crutch. Yeah, exactly. Aren't you glad I'm here for that? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. So that's strange to think about the military military industrial complex in uh, coordination with like it's like a knowledge industry mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. wonder if we just go through cycles of that until everything fucking explodes yeah well yeah I think we do I mean mm. um, you know what's interesting so what do you think of when you think of uh, global warming global warming yeah i see it as a natural process that we may or may not be or they, they call it climate change now climate change i guess so global warming was the al gore one right yeah there's a lot of a lot of people out there say that there would be like droughts and stuff like uh -huh. everything would get too hot yeah but what's looked past is Okay, let's say that big chunks of the Antarctic fall off into the ocean. Mm -hmm. What the fuck's that going to do? It's going to lower the temperature of the ocean. It's cooling it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some ramifications of ancient ice melting, though. Yeah. Because it's trapping... It's called an ice age. <laughs> well, it's also... That ice has trapped the air... From a billion years ago. Oh, yeah. And God knows what fucking viruses that's, existed that's back then. That's how you get presidential AIDS. And then <laughs> it, every time the ice melts, you hear these little pops. And that is ancient air being re-released into our current air. And who knows what exists in that air. The, the next plague, I guarantee you, is in that ice. Yeah. And Antarctica, they may have found a pyramid with all this ice melting. I heard about that. Yeah. It's only man aliens. Think of that. That It's like the largest continent on the planet. We know almost nothing about it. Yeah. Maybe that's Atlantis. Maybe under it didn't sink. Sea. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> under the snow, which is, you know, solidified water. Everything's wetter. Everything's oh, yeah. wetter. Think about that. Maybe <laughs> maybe it did sink and then we had the ice age and it froze. Yeah. And then it's just been frozen ever since. Yeah. We could call it global warming. We could call it um, climate change. We could call it spherical hotness. Spherical hotness, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's a natural thing, though. 
I'm in no way saying that we aren't responsible for speeding it up. I think we're definitely polluting the shit out of this planet, and that should stop. But, you know... Well, we kind of are... That's we are speeding it up with the lockdowns and shit. When you yeah, when you stop all these carbon emissions and mm -hmm. fucking that's <laughs> <laughs> these carbon emissions are like a a warm blanket keeping us alive. Yeah, basically. <laughs> fucking yeah, we're gonna get rid of all the smoke and then the fucking planet's gonna melt and it's gonna freeze. Yeah, but we can't <laughs> seem to help but not you know like. We have to do dumb shit constantly. Yeah. Um, when we were testing atomic weapons, we shot one into the stratosphere and detonated it, and it knocked out everything over fucking Hawaii in the 50s. Really? Pretty sure that's where the hole in the ozone came from. <laughs> Your little fucking detonation spot. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, that might be bad. Let's not do that. It was basically acted as an EMP, knocked out all of Hawaii. Damn. Yeah. In the 50s? Mm hmm. Assholes. I think you'd hear about that more. No, they don't really want to talk about that. I mean, it's common knowledge, though. Like, you yeah. can find it on Wikipedia or whatever the hell, you know? Right. But, yeah, there's uh, the, the Hadron Collider, is another thing. Did you know that this week they said that they're about to fire up a black hole machine? Nice. Yeah. They want to test it in a controlled environment. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, well, we don't know enough about black holes <laughs> to say we can control it. Because they draw yeah. energy in. The government seems to know a lot about holes. Yeah, they do. Especially young ones. They might. <laughs> the young infant black hole. Um, <laughs> you know what's interesting, though? What? Uh, so, CERN, yeah. they have a statue of Shiva. Uh, well, it's not a statue. It looks like Shiva. Oh, it's not Shiva, though? No. Oh, what is it? The act the physical structure of the had Hadron Collider, it looks like Shiva. Well, no. They have an actual statue of Shiva oh, in the shit. courtyard that was gifted to them by India, I think. Huh. Shiva, Shiva's purpose is to destroy the universe. Yeah. And like recreate it, I guess. At the CERN facility in Switzerland, <laughs> they have a statue of a god that its intention is to destroy the universe so it can be recreated. Hmm. And they are making a black hole in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that sucks. Mm, yeah, like, what are they? What's the goal here? We make a black hole. Just kill everybody before we kill each other. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you can, like, if you implode the world. Well, I mean, like, black holes, the, the, the physical concept is pretty nutty. Because mm -hmm. uh, as you go through it, let's say you went through a black hole, um, they have a scientific term for it called spaghettification. Hmm. <laughs> you would literally you'd be ripped apart molecule by molecule into a long string and as you get sucked down I think you should be able to see yourself from the past from where 
you're going in as it inverts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Assuming you could see at all the beam spaghetti. Um, I think. It would like create like a mirror image. Interstellar, yeah. the movie Interstellar by Chris Nolan. They tackle that. They did a very good job of depicting it with imagery. They showed these. It was he flies into a black hole, you know. And there's a little 2001, you know. There's a nod to that because that, that was the the OG that did it, right? But this one, he ends up. Spoiler alert. He ends I up. I seen it. Um, just because you always tell me to watch it. Yeah, you should watch I just it. Just want a little interstellar shaped hole in your heart. Yeah. Every time you describe it to me. Oh, I, I'm deeply fulfilled by that movie, so you're the only one missing out. Um, Have you seen... Uh, oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. No, you're not. I'm, I'm not going to tell you about that, but they depict it very well. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you seen the new one? Which one? Christopher Nolan. Oh, Tenet? Yeah. I plan on... They just reopened our uh, movie theaters last Thursday, yeah. and I would like to go see that. I've waited two and a half years to watch that movie. Right. So, but yeah, there's a international spy who is sent to stop World War Three. That's the yeah, premise. Yeah, some like weird reverse and fast forward time thing or something. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to stick with Adam Sandler's uh, click. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet they did it better. Than Wasn't uh, uh, Christopher Walken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the Bed Bath and Beyond guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he yeah. went to the Beyond section. The Beyond section, yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've been to the Beyond section and Bed Bath and Beyond a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you stumble in there on ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally. Like, Where's the Beyond section? <laughs> <laughs> These sheets are beyond satisfying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Old news. How about okay? So, spaghettification. That's probably the most advanced term I've ever heard. Yeah, that's the actual <laughs> term they use. So just. Uh, yeah. Like, are they running out of words? Because no, I think that's just literally what happens. Yeah, you know, it's like when you dump a bunch of the pasta stuff into the the wheel and it comes out the uh -huh. other side and spaghetti yeah they're just saying your body's gonna look like that okay <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it it sounds very shamanistic yeah you know? probably be a noble way to go yeah because there's that whole the wounded healer is uh like part of the shamanistic initiation is to see the disintegration of yourself and yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're just like, Bleh! you like explode basically. Yeah. Every atom explodes, and then you come back on the other side of that. So, if you go into a black hole, you get spaghettified, become a shaman on the other side, right? Or is there? An, do they think there's a white hole on the other side? I don't know. Like don't a wormhole. Think, I don't think anybody really knows that. Yeah, I know no one knows. It just like but... goes into itself. Who's going to be the first motherfucker when they get that black hole running? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the first person to throw a penny in that bitch just to see what happens? <laughs> or, you know, 
stick your dick in it. Yeah, that's kind of how science goes, I feel yeah. like. I almost feel like that's the first thing that happens. <laughs> they just strap you on a bungee cord. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> yeah, I bet there'd be a lot of suction. <laughs> Take that thing clean off. <laughs> Spaghettify it. Ugh. Good lord. Only one way to find out. Make it? Just make a black hole. Well, they've, stick your dick they're in making it, it but uh, go apply for the internship. Fly out there, like, hey, I'm willing <laughs> yeah. to do this for the sake of science. Just sneak in there, <laughs> sneak past the janitor, yeah. put the lights on. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would <laughs> you imagine this all white? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I lost my pants. <laughs> You're gonna need a new filing cabinet too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well Why would you make a black hole? Why would you even try? Why not? If you have the technology. We're going to weaponize it? Well, of course. Rick and Morty? Yeah. Portal I'll, gun? Oh, watch that too. What? My IQ isn't high enough. No, it's like quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> It'll elevate a, an IQ, but mm. I think your IQ is just the right <laughs> kind of IQ for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rick and Morty's good. They have a portal gun. But that's not a black hole gun. No. Portal gun would be like suggesting that you can go through it unspaghettified. That's yeah. the big. That's the one that gets me. Why do we want to make a spaghettification machine and turn it on? Well, maybe they think that the spaghettification of the person is similar to the prism concept that I was talking about in the last podcast of maybe you get spaghettified and each noodle is a <laughs> lifeline of yourself and you become infinite spaghetti noodles ah then that kind of backs up that flying spaghetti monster thing instead of god flying spaghetti monster have you heard that it's the Isn't it's that some religion yeah, it's kind of the the atheistic uh, way of mocking any form of God these days. Oh, uh, that's lame. Yeah, it's yeah. It you feels know really dry, huh? Sam Harris. Yeah, he's uh, very dry. Sam. Yeah. Debate me. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, dude. I'm good. He's way too smart. <laughs> He's my, he's my favorite atheist, yeah. for sure. He's really, uh, like uh, Ben Shapiro said, he's the most religious atheist <laughs> like on the planet. <laughs> he is religious about his view. Yeah. You know. I wonder when Sam passes, 
and he's thrown into the Bardo realm, his mind will be strong enough to potentially make it to enlightenment. You think so? That's kind of the way they describe it. Wouldn't that be so dry? <laughs> when, you, when you get through this this fucking warrior's journey and you come out on the other side, the first motherfucker you see is... Hi, Jeremy. Sam Harris. Sam Harris, just like... <laughs> the, the, Sam, the Buddha Sam Harris? <laughs> The, uh, of the dry Buddha land. I see you've reached enlightenment. Oh. Download my meditation. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you've Shit. reached enlightenment because you downloaded his yeah, meditation. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, he might... He would have a very Spock-like planet. And he would be completely content with that. Be really clean. Yeah, it would be hygienic. It would be... Well read, maybe be a couple of hairless dogs, maybe. Yeah, hairless cats. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't sound all that bad. It's a little, a little slow for my pace, but yeah, I'm a romantic. Yeah, I like to romanticize these grand, the hero's journey, zero to hero. See, I want fucking when I die. Tom Cruise will be flying on an airplane and he reaches out and grab his hand. Spaceship. Yeah. He'll be on a spaceship. And then we go to... Oh, wait. Well, he's like... He's a Scientologist. Okay, I'm have going the wrong direction. Have you seen the size of his medallion? <laughs> have you? Oh, okay. Let me show. There's only... There's few... Like, when I have to show you a picture, it's because yeah. there's just no way to describe it. Much like Vadam Zealand. <laughs> this is like Run DMC. It's. Look at that. Have you seen that butt? <laughs> Just. <Yeah. laughs> Have uh, you seen this medallion? Tom Cruise. See, that's that's the future, huh? We're going to be judged on the size of our medallion and not by the content of our character. <laughs> exactly. Scientology <laughs> medallion metal. Maybe they just call it a metal. Big. Huge. Oh, they don't show the big one. <laughs> That's We gotta turn off the uh, safe image search. <laughs> They'll show you the big one. A large medallion. Metal large. Sorry for... Yeah, I guess it's not important. Anyway, there's a video of him wearing like a medallion that's like bigger than he is. Like, uh, what's his name? Like the clock. Yeah, uh, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Yeah, it's like, yeah, bigger than his clocks even. Damn. It's huge. Pretty crazy. There's a, a more standard size metal that he wears often. Yeah, that one's in public. Yeah, but I saw a, a, per, a particular ceremony or something where it, he was just like, boom, like it was nuts. Scientology is interesting. I don't know much about it. I think I know enough to get kicked out of a Scientology place. Yeah, definitely get kicked out pretty quick. They have an interesting approach to things. I'm not really too big on it. 
just based off of L. Ron Hubbard being a fiction author prior to the creation of that. So that's a little, a little too close to me for me. I'd rather, if he was an unknown guy, I would consider it mystic, mystical text. But since we know the source, okay. I disregard. Anything in the last few hundred years, mm, I'm skeptical of. You know we should make next? Hmm. A supernova machine. Yeah. So if we just make a star exploding, <laughs> came over. Yeah. We'd win. The, yeah. <laughs> just the... drop that motherfucker straight on China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Supernova. Can't beat that. I mean, we did that in Japan. No, that was just an atomic bomb. I mean, like, the power of a thousand stars exploding or something. Uh, I feel like we might get affected by that. I don't know. America. I'm not a geologist. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when that meteor hit the Earth so hard that it knocked us into an ice age and wiped out all the... Yeah. The dinosaurs, it shifted us away from the sun so everything got colder. And we slowly started spinning back towards the sun. Now it's getting really fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Is that why stuff. we're on a wobble? Is that why the magnetic poles are going to flip and there's going to be a, a black hole machine? <laughs> An inversion of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't know. It just bothers me that people are so upset about this and then we're building black hole machines yeah why don't we get upset at them (laughs) there's a small uh group of people who do oh really (laughs) but they're they throw like pig blood at you and stuff when you go to work yeah no i mean it's the the Really, just have Alex Jones gets upset about it. Uh, like, yeah. they sit out there with like signs that says John three sixteen or whatever. Yeah, which I'm not sure. What is that one? Uh, it's the one that says basically that God gave His only begotten Son for the sake of the whole world. Uh, so, so you always like the Stone Cold Steve Austin had the yeah Austin three sixteen. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, yeah, mm. it's you know, it's, it's not could be better. Yeah, there's, there's some really interesting ones. I yeah. feel like yeah, I like I, these ones that what the mantras you were doing. You can bless the river and shit, dude. That's yeah, badass. Right, it's beautiful. And it's available to anybody. The the Om, Just download the app. Om Mani Padme Hum is, I believe, a Tibetan um, chant that anyone can say. You can say it the privacy of your own home. And when you, we we already explained it. When you say it, it blesses everything. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. That's what I was talking about. Like in the Bible, you have prayers. Like they teach you the Lord's Prayer kind of thing they don't really tell you that kind of stuff though Mm. of like oh here's a practical application that blesses your 60 mile radius around you you know like to me that's useful and it requires uh me able to speak or think even (laughs) even wearing it um gives you the same blessing 
Should we empty the bucket? Oh no, I was just thinking about blessing a 60 mile radius. That's what Iran calls a WMD. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. They'll bless the shit out of it. <laughs> bless the infidels. Yeah, with fire. Yeah. <laughs> You want to talk about Islam? I don't know. There's some interesting stuff in there. It's the same as Christianity for the most mm. part and Judaism. Yeah. So a lot of people don't understand that you have the three major religions of the world. They all come from the same text. Yeah. It's an Abra Abrahamic religion. Abraham was a pagan, pagan who was blessed by a mysterious figure known as Blessings. Melchizedek. He was a king and a priest of some place that we know nothing about. He shows up and he says, on behalf of God, I bless you. And the rest is history. Then you go through the story of Abraham. There's a division where he has a child with his... Um, slave woman uh, servant woman whatever she gives born or birth to a child that they call Ishmael and it means God hears because God answered her prayers to protect them they're banished away from his household into the wilderness Ishmael becomes Islam and then through the union of Abraham and his wife. They give birth to a son. I believe Isaac. It's been a while since I've read the story. And, she uh, was a virgin. <clears throat> no. no. She was barren. Um, I thought they were all virgins. No, just Mary. Supposedly. Really? Yeah. And so the word virgin is kind of loaded. People think of it as fully intact physically right you haven't had your hymen broken yeah well what it what virgin means traditionally though like hermetically is pure. to be to be intact yeah, yeah to be pure to be virtuous of intact virtue so it's more of like not so much a sinless nature but just a very good person so the mother mary was a very good person and she had this immaculate birth which is up for debate whatever because i've heard uh people say that jesus didn't i mean he we're all the children of god right yeah, well, we got like a 20-year gap or something before we even see him. 30. Bless him. Shoot. Yeah, so you have his birth, 30-year gap, and then he. the next time we see him is he's getting waterboarded by John the Baptist. Mm. And it is after that baptism, he comes up, the dove of the God descends on him. He then takes on the spirit. In my opinion, how I read it, that is the birth of Jesus there. Right. The rebirth through the <clears throat> baptism. If we all... Oh, you gotta think, too, you know, nine months before the Jesu Christo's birth, 
uh, fucking wing night at the bar. <laughs> yep. A few people saw Mother Mary there and she's getting a little loose. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I think, uh... Yeah. Getting a little slushy. <laughs> slushy. Uh, yeah. It's just... No comment. Just heard... Yeah, heard, maybe. Heard a few yeah, possible, yeah. I think maybe, uh, maybe her and, uh, Joseph, you know, trying out the goods a little bit for the union. Mm-hmm. Right, so anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christo is blessed by the holy water. Or waterboarded, as you say. Yeah. Was it a waterboarding? I, Was he like, where's the money, Jesus? <laughs> where's the money, Jesus? I exercise your demons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to think of uh, all baptism as a waterboarding. It just oh. makes me happy to think that. I don't know. <laughs> like you waterboard your old self until it dies, and then you're risen in the yeah. new self of Christ. You can't die from waterboarding, can you? I mean... I think that's what's so effective. Uh, the uh, Romanian take on Christianity, which is, I don't know the name of it, it's very, uh, very, um, I'm trying not to think of a respect word. It's very different from even Catholicism. This is much more hardcore. They say that if you're drowned, you can't become a saint. So. Uh, you know Rasmussen is like the weird uh, cult leader, speaking of cults. They drowned that guy so he couldn't become a oh, saint. Geez. Just using that loophole, yeah. But he was pretty... <laughs> he's uh, He was the Crowley before Crowley was Crowley, mm-hmm. you know. That guy was on on one. Mm-hmm. He was a sick-ass fool. Mm-hmm. On, on a sick one. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Anyway. Riding the, he's trans-surfing that tasty barrel, dude. Yeah. So, uh, check it out. Hmm. Four deer. Oh, deer. Get the shotgun. Yeah. See the little buck up there? Yeah. We have, uh, we're looking at three small deer, and then... A slightly larger deer. It's still like a youngling buck or whatever. They're all white tail. Yeah. It's pouring rain. They're all eating grass in my neighbor's yard. They hear something though. Oh, what's that? Is that I the bobcat? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that fucking cat. Yeah. Jack those guys. I took a piss behind your bunker and fucking. That scares me every time I walk back there. Yeah? Yeah. Well, just so people at home know, <laughs> the first time I came here, there's a, uh, a fun tree house. Oh, yeah. Very high up, and I crawled up all these ladders, and the first thing I see is a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. Not mine. And, yeah, <laughs> and I say, hey, I think there's cougar shit up here. Yeah. And then, uh. Cause it's a, it was a big shit. Well. It's not like a raccoon shit. It's like a. Shortly after my wife, she was out in the same 
underneath that treehouse. The treehouse is 45 feet up in the air, mind you. We live 300 feet above sea level, so that elevation of that treehouse is very high up. Um, she was back there, and she saw... She thought it was a wolf. She yeah. described it to me. I'm like, there's no way. And then I looked it up, and um, we're pretty convinced it's a Canadian lynx, mm. which is a type of... It's like a bobcat, but bigger. Yeah, they'll wander down here. Yeah. So we have one square mile of dense, dense woods behind our house. And um, not only are there various types of animals living there, I'm pretty sure there's, down this road, there's some homeless people living. They got camps set up. But even beyond that, I'm convinced that there's some type of lady of the wood or some type of witch figure back there because there's some ancient thing happening in that that section of the woods and it's we've had some events and it leads me to believe there's something there this is old land we live on there's also a toilet back there (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, that's free. Oh, there's just a forest toilet. I mean, like a porcelain throne in the woods. Yeah. I'm... I I leave it there because thousands of years from now, when this is all ruined, they find that, they're going to think it's some type of throne that, like, a god (laughs) sat on, you know? (laughs) And that brings me joy, so I'll leave it. Yeah. Historical documents show that the spirit left through this vessel. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm writing a, a crazy-ass journal, and I'm oh, going nice. to put it in the toilet nice. when I die. Yeah. <laughs> when they find it, they're like, what in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I thought about doing that. Like, at one point, I wanted to make a comic book, and the comic book, it... I don't know how you draw this because there would be really no dialogue or anything and a lot of just desolate scenery. And I don't do landscapes, so I was like, eh, this doesn't sound like something I'd enjoy drawing. But the concept, I think it would be maybe a nice movie to watch. I don't know. But uh, there's a man who is alone and it's obvious, you know, dystopia type thing, but he's the last man on earth. There's no sign of any human life anywhere. And he spends his days mourning the death of maybe his loved ones or the world and as a whole, who knows. Extremely depressed, so at some point he picks himself up, he has to start doing something to pass the time. So after basic needs are met of, you know, well, this is it, I'll build a house, I'll get comfortable, I'll stay a while, build furniture, tools, you know, figure out how to get food you know, grow vegetables, whatever. And then, um, I was thinking he could come to a point where part of his grieving process is he builds, he finds a nice rock, and he just starts chipping away at it, doesn't know what he's doing. And then he has the realization halfway through that, oh, I'll build a statue of my wife to remember her. So, he, he makes, he spends the rest of his life essentially just carving this beautiful uh, stone into a statue of a, a woman, right? He dies, 
all you know thousands of years pass and then all this statue gets buried or whatever and then there's like an unearthing of the statue with all of these people who look very different maybe half alien or something like a new species of people and they find this thing and they start to worship it and then it all starts over again <laughs> they start killing each other over it and all that and then you know they start sacrificing their children to it and, yeah, yeah. yeah I like it yeah. yeah that could be a good movie a little Shyamalan twist at the end <laughs> what a twist <laughs> kind of like Apocalypto you ever see that movie Mel Gibson joint uh, a long time ago that's that's yeah. an old one isn't it? yeah so you go through this really intense like Aztec journey and then he basically almost dies for two hours every step of the way oh. and then he gets to the ocean where he's like yes freedom and then he sees these boats coming oh. and it's the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like oh fuck you see that red cross you're like oh no why is Mel Gibson's just a glutton for punishment yep he really so get the shit kicked out of him get him up it. on a cross whipped and shit yeah I wonder if he's into BDSM <laughs> oh absolutely or what'd he get in trouble for oh he's he hates the Jewish yeah uh, race drunk and fucking <laughs> doing racial slurs or something probably yeah. yeah I think all has been forgiven I'm not sure where Judaism stands on Mel Gibson Uh, yeah should make that like a section in the podcast you know what really grinds my gears (laughs) like the family guy thing oh yeah yeah Peter the new segment what grinds your gears what grinds my gears currently Hmm. Sign all the bullshit. It's got to be something like not relevant. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I got flushed my toilet twice for it to choke down a log. I don't have enough water power to slurp it up. You know, mine? I, just, yeah, yours just fucking. Yeah, well, bam. you know what grinds my gears? Hmm. Just pooping in general. Really? Yeah, it seems like a punishment. Hmm. Every, well, every time I poop, it's a punishment. <laughs> yes. It's not a healthy punishment. Yeah. Steamy, hurts, yeah. burns after. It's a ring of hell. Yeah. yeah. That seems like a punishment, having to, like, pee and poop. I don't get Who's it. punishing you? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm trying to understand. Is it the gas station taquitos, or is it God? Probably both. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have gas station taquitos without God. Exactly. It's his creation that I'm enjoying, and I'm being punished for it. Mm. <sighs> it's a complicated relationship. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> what do you want from me, man? <laughs> Didn't you just say you had purpose or something? Now you're back to <laughs> try and figure out why you shit. Well, when why it comes do I to go pooping, poop and yeah, pee? pooping's hard. <laughs> Pooping's bad. 
Yeah, man. It's definitely not my purpose to do that. Are you sure? I mean, oh. that's what, like, that's Could what... Could you imagine? Dude, fucking human civilization wouldn't exist today if it weren't for pooping and peeing. Because you gotta think, when you ate the fruit out of the tree, and then you took a dump, and the seeds were in the dump, and it fertilizes the ground, grows the new tree. Dude, dumping is the creation of life. Yeah, it's also the fall of humanity, because had we not eaten the fruit from the tree, we would have made no dump, and we wouldn't have been banished <laughs> from the garden. Did they not have buttholes in there? Mm. Were they, like, eunuch? Well, no, so, dude, that's, that's an interesting one, too. So, mm. in, um, you know, the beginning, uh, we'll focus on the Abrahamic version of this. Of the beginning. Of the beginning. Actually, so yeah, after the beginning, towards the middle, that might be the male person. Oh no, that's Val. Um, so you have Adam and Eve, right? That story? Mm -hmm. May or may not be the case. They think that um, before Eve, there was a, a woman named Lilith. And going back to the Kabbalah, you have the two pillars, right? You have the the severe, the severe cold malice, um, and then the uh, the the love, emotional sensitivity things, right? Of the other pillar. So Lilith supposedly is the first creation that God made to fit with Adam. Lilith is more of the passionate mm, lust version of love and sex or whatever. Kind of a more graphic uh, you know, the angry type sex stuff you know that that energy i guess is the way to yeah, describe like it the kurt russell and bono yeah exactly so that would be lilith type uh, engagement between those two so they say that lilith was the first wife of adam didn't work out they weren't jiving so there was a division of divorce that happened and so she goes off into the wilderness where she most likely meets the snake, or maybe even potentially comes back as the snake to trick the new wife, mm. Eve, into eating. That sounds more like what a woman would do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Trickery. and uh, But yeah, deception, right? Deception. And jealousy. <laughs> yep. Jealousy yep. of the new woman. All traits of a woman. <laughs> uh, so you want to hear something gross, though? <laughs> okay. Um, so when... I'm joking, women. <laughs> Calm down. Right. So emotional. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Let me explain uh, how to calm down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my guess. Um, so, w when Adam is presented with Eve, he says, At last! Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, right? At last! those words bother me because it's like suggesting that like well what that kind of confirms that you tried something out and didn't work right 
So the Lilith theory fits in there. At last, mm. someone who, you know, someone gets me. At last, true love. Right? The Talmudic take, which is a type of Judaism, the Talmud perspective of that statement, at last, bone of my bone, flesh of my blood, is that after Adam named all the animals he engaged with all the animals <laughs> and it didn't work out finally at last he's presented with this creature that looks more like him weird huh yeah that's the that's the talmudic perspective which is a branch of judaism that it uh, promotes that adam the first man engaged in bestiality before the union of his wife eve but in the the book of Enoch, the Enochian text, they talk of a Lilith, which is the the first wife of Adam, which I lean more towards that. But both are possible. I like the thought that Lilith could be the snake, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This will fit perfect." <laughs> yeah, because everyone's always struggled with that. They say that the. The snake is the devil, right? Mm. But they're like, well, if it's this beautiful thing, how did evil and sin and the devil get his way into the garden? You know, is that God being lazy? Well, no. He put Lilith in the garden, and she had the free reign of the the space. But it was in her heart that this darkness was, and so that took the form of the snake deception the jealousy the rage and anger and those are all traits of the devil so they think there's a union with lilith and the devil or some type of covenant somewhere outside of the garden or in the garden sacred packs and shit exactly and then they came back and he said hey you trick her we fix this right and dude when you read old testament covenants they're dark they're scary dude like abraham the covenant with abraham is i think i talked about it last time but it's fucking scary dude i got chills when i read that i was like whoa some primal stuff Yeah. yeah all the covenants are that way anyway i thought the talmudic perspective of adam banging animals is interesting yeah at last. At last. Yeah. It's six. Well, it's like when when that guy's trying to make the Frankenstein monster or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he finally gets it. Eureka! (laughs) Or whatever. Does he say that? I don't know, but that's like the common, you know. Yeah. Aha! As Crowley would put it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But... Yeah, so the aha was Crowley's like, yeah, you know, I get it, you know. <laughs> and those those syllables too, they have power, mm-hmm. you know. Aha, you know. Um, I think that's why we have strange names, like in the Bible, you know, in the Middle East, the El Al, you know, God, Allah, it's God not. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like Jeremiah sit in a cave or something? Um. Do you well, know about that? Yeah, I mean that's. 
Many of them sat in the cave. rescued him or some shit. Well, it's Daniel. Daniel? Um. Yeah, Daniel sat in a cave with the lions. They didn't eat him. Yeah, yeah. And then three of them were cast into the fire. Oh, and there was a fourth figure that appeared, and none of them were burned. And, um. Yeah. Elijah sat in a cave. Most of these prophets sat in caves at one point or another. Yeah, it seems like the move. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go do some sitting in a cave and I'll come back with the yeah. real shit. Jesus, it says in there that each day he left the others to go be alone on top of the mountains and be with God. And, you know, basically that was daily meditation. He went up there to meditate. And to go into caves helps with the, you know, it could be broad daylight and you find a dark enough cave, you go deep enough into it, you will have a darkness that is truly like the canvas you want to work in, you know, because then you see the real light and it illuminates the, the real, real thing rather than this false thing that we're shown. Because this reality is an illusion, and we are an illusion within an illusion, you know. We're in the dream. But yeah, caves are a very sacred space in the Bible. <clears throat> Even, uh, you know, Jonah, three days in the whale, the belly of the whale, it's cavernous, you know, similar thing. Hmm. Alright, so... I feel like that'd be a, a good place to hold off for now mm -hmm. on their or spiritual conquest, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Still need a name for it. So basically, what I learned from this, and I think anybody who wants to start a cult should learn, is that uh, before you, I mean, you can read all day all you want, mm -hmm. but before you actually start that cult, fucking go in a cave for a little bit. Yeah, very important. Um, if you go away into a cave, try and make it 40 days and 40 nights and um, tell your temptation story. Jesus did the same thing. And then um, when you come back out, appear to know a little about a lot of things. Know a little bit about everything. And when you speak, I think the key is to say many things with few words. And, yeah. And you're well on your way to becoming a cult leader. Yeah. yeah. You can make uh, flashcards, too, with buzzwords. Yeah. The trigger, the trigger words are great. So. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get more into the, the ritual side of things. Alright. Yeah. So, uh, any parting words? Um, I think parting words. We've kind of covered everything. If any of this stuff is of interest to you, um, start with yourself. Look inward. Uh, try to calm your mind. Be still. And I pray that many blessings so you and your family and in the same sense uh, I hope everything 
that you love and hold dearly is destroyed and cast into an abyss. Blessings! JFK was killed by aliens. <laughs>